When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Sedano and Scott Rowland here with you. What do you got, Linz? <laughs> I was thinking more uh, Juan Uribe, but that's just me. Okay. Juan Uribe. That's a good throwback. Thank you. Well, did you know that tomorrow is National French Friday? Ooh. It is. And McDonald's is celebrating mm. tomorrow, July 13th, by giving away free fries. All you have to do is order the fries via the McDonald's app, any size you want, no restrictions on that, and then you head to any participating location to pick up your order. No purchase is necessary, and the offer is valid one time only, again, just tomorrow, and you got to order them through the app. McDonald's fries are great when you get them hot. I mean, they're, they're so delicious good. when you get them hot. I think they're the best. Yeah. They're my favorite fast food fries. I haven't had them in a really long time. I, I read, that, read that article where uh, McDonald's canceled three items. Did you guys read about this? No. no. McDonald's canceled their McCafe uh, menu, so the what? apple fritter, the blueberry muffin, and then some kind of like cinnamon bun or something or oh, other. I thought you meant oh, the drinks. Good yeah. riddance. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Who cares? Those. What was like, the last any, one? I don't the know. The cinnamon kind of, roll. So it's yeah. like the apple oh. fritter, the blueberry something, and the cinnamon I don't roll. need it. I never ordered any of those. No, me neither. You want to like know why? The real McDonald's. You, you want to know why, Cappy? <laughs> Tell me why. Because they recently started a pilot program where they're partnering with Krispy Kreme. Mm-hmm. So they're oh, going to really? sell Krispy Kreme donuts. donuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably that. why they Well, because they also used to sell donuts too. Um, you know, they're the little like the little balls that are connected all together. What is that called? There's like donut connected balls. Donut hole? Yeah. No, no, no. They were like God, somebody makes donuts like that where they're like little like Dunkin' Donuts. No, they're like little, like small little, like donut. They look like donut holes, but they're all connected in a circle, basically. Little balls that are connected in a circle of donuts. Correct. Uh, to make one big donut, mm. um, and they weren't Coolers? great. No. No. I, I don't know what they're called. Anyway. I know it's going to But they weren't now. great. It was like a pull-apart thing, right? Correct. Yes. Yes. Correct. I'm looking at it right now. And they weren't great, and that's why they had to go with Krispy Kreme. They had to. Yeah. I mean, if McDonald's canceled Big Macs, Quarter Pounders with cheese and double cheeseburgers, we'd have problems on our hands here. But canceling the blueberry muffin that nobody ever got, what's it really matter? Now, I want to just say one thing about all this free giveaway fries and everything. So I don't know. I don't really ever know what day it is. I don't really ever know the date, you know? Um, today, I thought it was 7-Eleven. And I thought I was going to 7-Eleven to get a Slurpee today. Turns out I show up and I'm like, yo, I'm getting a Slurpee. And they're like, yeah, it was yesterday. Oh, man. If we would have had what you need to know yesterday, I would have made it that one. Jeez, man. You'd, it's 7-Eleven, bruh. I know, bruh, but I thought it was today. I, I thought mean, today was 7-Eleven. And it was 7-10 two <laughs> yeah. days ago. You were talking about everyone wishing you happy 7-10, so you'd think you'd register that, you know? No, I know, but I just I didn't know what day it was. I didn't know what time it was. I mean, okay. listen, Cap, I get it because I don't know what days I live in yeah, sometimes. I never do. Pero mm-hmm. 7-10 is like 7-10 and then 7-11, you know, you just, some some stick out. Right. Just saying, Cap. Pero I went to 7-11. It wasn't 7-11. Clearly. 
Right. And you had to pay your 98 cents? That's right. Mm. I didn't really want it anyway. <laughs> That's like everybody with Amazon Prime. They don't need any of the stuff they're buying, but it's on sale. Yeah, I was I was Amazon Priming earlier today. I was. What'd you get? Well, my daughter is getting ready to go back to college here pretty soon. Yeah. And she's telling me all the things she needs for her dorm room. An air fryer. I'm like, really? An air fryer for her dorm room? I'm like, you need an air fryer for your dorm room? Really? She's like, yeah, and a burner. I go, a burner for what? So like I can make one, pasta. Like one burner. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Mookie Betts travels that way. But Lindsay told us in a What You Need to Know not that long ago. Yeah, with a little hot plate. Yeah. Uh-oh. Just an update here for you. In the 28th minute. Wait a second. Do we have an offsides call? Panama scored. Panama. On the USA. Bam, but wait. Bam. They're calling it off. They're saying that the Panamanian player was offsides. There you go. So still tied at nil-nil? That's correct. Yeah. All right. That is uh, what what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Cappy, you said, what if I told you, dot, 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 you were creating your own 30 for 30. We were talking about LeBron wanting to coach for some reason Mm because you've got this bug up your booty. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's talk it out. Let's go. Well, what if I told you that the biggest party of the summer is coming up Friday at the West Covina Sports Complex? Would you believe me? I mean, I would believe that. Right. It's going to be an all-day party for All-Star Friday night. Food, drinks, games, giveaways, and more. Starting at 10 a.m., All-Star Friday night Mm -hmm. made possible by Simply Spiked. Simply Spiked Lemonade and now Peach. Summer is officially getting juicy. So, George, here's the thing. What if I told you that LeBron James is really consumed with... Being with his kids on the basketball floor of an NBA team. But what if LeBron comes to a realization that I don't really feel like I can play as well as I used to. I don't really want to play anymore. So you know what, though? I could coach. I just feel like when I watch LeBron James coaching his kids on video, I don't see a guy who's just like, happily coaching because he can, I see a guy who maybe could really, really be a coach of a team. And if he really wants to play with Bronny, and who knows, maybe he really wants to eventually be on the floor with Bryce, why can't he go into coaching? Because, I mean, can you think, tell me this, who's the biggest star player, I'm talking star, made big money, etc., who went into coaching that you can think of? Can you come up with any superstar names? In in the NBA? Uh, In any sport, really. Well, Larry Bird. Okay, Larry Bird's a good call. And he got to the finals okay. against Larry the Bird's, Lakers. Larry Bird's a very good call. Yeah. Very good. Can you think of any, like, quarterbacks that weren't, like, career backups? You know? Like, Not career really. backup quarterbacks, Frank Reich, Doug Peterson, they become NFL head coaches, right? Mm, yeah. But Jim Kelly and Dan Marino don't. No. So we don't think that LeBron James would ever do it because of what you said, the grind, it's 82 well, games. Well, and, and also LeBron's aspirations are to be part owner of the Las Vegas team whenever that goes online. Right. So I think what he's going to do is own the team, and coach the team. I mean, I guess. I, I don't see that. Okay, well, it's just a, it's just a theory. That's all. Or or maybe LeBron does play with Bronny, and maybe he does play with his younger son as well. Well, I don't think he's playing with Bryce. Well, wait a second. Hold on. What if I told you that LeBron could play till he's 50? Well, you're like you and Kendrick Perkins believe that. I mean, I did see Perk today on NBA Today saying he thinks LeBron could play till he's 50. LeBron actually could play until he's 50. Because if you buy, if LeBron could buy in into the Udonis Haslam role, where he's actually on the bench being a veteran leader, you don't think no team will want him and say, you know what, here, bro, we'll play you the vet minimum, which I believe is like 2.4, 2.5 million to be on our bench. 
That's why he doesn't play until he's 50. You know why, George? Because he'll make $15 million a year coaching. Not two million at the end of a bench. Right. Well, by the time ten years from now, his vet minimum will probably be more like six million. But nonetheless, it was. I, I, here's what I'm, he's not going to coach. He's going to be an owner. He's going to be. It's going to be him. It's going to be the Liverpool group. It's going to be Tom Brady. It's going to be the Raiders owner Mark Davis. It's going to be uh, you know the Tim Lewicki guy who builds all the stuff in Vegas. Like it's going to be all those guys, and okay. he's going to be part of that group. I don't doubt. I don't doubt that one. I don't bit. think he's going to want to coach it. I don't know, man. Okay. I see, I see right. it. I see him differently than I see other guys. Okay, maybe like, you're, I've ne- maybe like, I've you're never right, seen, Cappy. Well, maybe. like like Peyton Manning, for example, mm-hmm. right? Like Peyton Manning has the Manning pa- Passing Academy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Archie Manning, yeah, they they LeBron all LeBron has one of those uh, camps too, a Nike camp. Yeah, and they go out and they coach, right? right? But and just they, that's it. It's just for those you that week or whatever. Right. All I'm saying is, I'm an observer. You're an observer. That's all I am. You are. I'm an outside observer. You are definitely I'm, that. I'm watching video on Twitter of yeah. LeBron coaching, and I see a guy who could maybe coach, it, should he want to, he could coach in the NBA, and if he had the opportunity to coach his sons in the NBA, it'd just be like the AAU, it's just that it's the NBA. Mm-hmm. Does everybody think I'm nuts, or does anybody out there, do I have one person out there that will say, you know, it's not a bad concept, or is, am I completely out of my mind? I think you're completely. What's, out wait, of your what mind. time is it? Oh gosh, darn it! It's five oh nine. Rob's out. Yeah. Rob Palink is not listening right now because he would have a strong opinion on this. No, not really. No. All right. Just my concept, George. That's all. Okay. Now you were saying that the Lakers were going to help Anthony Davis a little bit, and I perked up. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. So I want to know what you're talking about. Well, I think uh, you know, Rob. When I talked to Rob. The other day, and I, I'm, I'm guessing, I believe he's, I haven't kept up on everything while I've been back. So I, I, I know he's had a lot of different conversations with a lot of different people in the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm assuming he's told people that they're looking for a stretch five uh, to back up Anthony Davis. And that seems to me, if you're going to find a stretch five at the minimum. Yeah, I, what's available? I mean, I'm guessing Christian Wood, although he would have to be willing to take the minimum, um, which he hasn't been in the past. But maybe that's all that's available to him at this point. And, but but here's what I would say. Mm-hmm. He's a good offensive player, but he is not a good defensive player by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Well, are you saying that you think that the Lakers are looking to put another big man on the floor with him? Or are you looking for just somebody that can spell him? Because, I mean, what, what do you think about this Jackson Hayes? I mean, are they going to get anything out of this guy? Um, he's like a vertical spacer, you know, weak side block guy, like, you know, big hops, right? Like he's not someone I would depend on on a regular basis. Who did I see just the other day suggested that the Lakers who need another big body, somebody suggested they go back and get Dwight Howard. Now is Dwight Howard 50 yet? Dwight Howard's not 50. No. Dwight Howard is younger than LeBron, I I, I believe. It was Come Perk on. also who said that. Yeah. Oh, Perk. Yeah. I mean, we got the summer of Perk right now, and Perk is just he's just spitting takes. Wow, I love it. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Dwight Howard's thirty-seven years old. I, I mean, he was just playing in, I believe, Taiwan or the Philippines or somewhere recently. And I'm not trying to demean that league, but it's certainly not the NBA. Um. Yeah, but listen, I think Dwight Howard. I think a lot of people would also scout him and say he's a vertical spacer. You know, and, 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 you know, when you vertically space, that can, you know, add a lot of value to a ball club like the Lakers, I think. 
That's just my opinion. Right, but you've already got um, a young guy who can do that. I know, but I like vertical spacing. Right. Jackson Hayes does that. He's a vertical spacer. I like horizontal spacing as well. Horizontal spacing would be more the Christian Wood type. Yeah. So I'm thinking about because horizontal would mean that he would stretch the floor from the basket to the three point line. You know, vertical is going up and down. Right. Side to side, if you will. You know who else he uh, advocated for? Perk, that is. Who that? Friend of show, Tristan Thompson. I mean, you can get Tristan Thompson like yeah, yeah, yeah. much later in the game. That you don't need to funny. bring that. You don't need to bring that up at the moment. Like, and I love Tristan. That's my guy. But you know what I mean? Like, I I, I think you can wait on Tristan Thompson. Is kind of my point. Yeah. Well, it just seems like what the Lakers have done so far. Uh, everybody seems to be really, really excited about it, including LeBron. Yeah. But the one thing that they have not done yet is they have not figured out when Anthony Davis is not on the floor, we got to have somebody who's got some size and some bulk. You know what I'm saying? We got to have somebody out there that can enforce. Right. And they don't uh, have that well, yet. Well, speaking of enforcing, apparently mm. uh, Britney Spears out there enforcing on fools on social media. That's and right. Cappy, I think she may be talking about you. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that Britney Spears would be listening to our show. I mean, okay, okay. everybody does. I, 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 let's hear what Britney had to say because I don't, I don't recall if I said anything like this, but I think you may have. So I think she may be talking about this show um, in her latest social media post. We'll get to that. Plus, Clinton Yates is going to join us from the red carpet at the ESPYs. All that coming up next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah! Sedano and Cap, more like Sedano and Ken Caminetti here on 710 ESPN. I would say more like Sedano and Buddy Bell, I would say, going old school. Buddy Bell? You know? Okay. How about Edgardo Alfonso? about Nolan Arenado so that I, I, I could be in business? I mentioned that earlier. I mean, you said you were going to scoop everything up. I mentioned Nolan Arenado earlier. So N- Nolan Arenado, you know, in business with Clay Thompson and their wine company. So I figure now that me and Clay are BFFs. Yeah. I heard uh, I heard conflicting reports that you're BFFs. What kind of conflicting reports? Uh, we hear? could get to that later. Don't worry. All right. Yeah. Let's get Clinton Yates on the phone, 
who uh, is at, uh, I believe, the Dolby Theater, where the ESPYs are taking place at the moment. Uh, Clinton Yates, do you believe that Cappy is more Ken Caminetti, or do you believe he's more Nolan Arenado potentially at third base? Way more Nolan Arenado, mainly because Ken Caminiti was, respectfully, rest in peace, a total meathead. I feel like Scott is a little bit more aware about his body and have this, his health situation. And Arenado is like a better athlete, even though Ken Caminiti really could match and had a cannon for a right arm. Clint, I would really appreciate it if you would just go on to the ESPN Los Angeles social, take a look at my first workout since last year's softball game, and coach me up a little bit. I saw a little bit of that. It did not look great. It seems that you guys have not been spending enough time in the cage. I also saw Greg Bergman getting a couple cuts in, corporate Greg getting it done. So I'm looking forward to Friday for sure, playing a little shortstop, getting the glove moving, finally get to make some throws after last year I played first base. All right, Big CY, the ESPY's happening today. And, um, you know, I was going to go. I was going to (laughs) go. But, uh, you know, then the radio show got in the way. Seems to be getting in the way of a lot of things. By the way, are you available on Friday the 28th to co-host the show? Is this what we're doing now, scheduling the show on the show? Right, because we have to do show business on the air to get stuff done. Anyway. I am not available that day. I will be at a buddy's wedding somewhere in the Ozarks, but I'm sorry. Sorry, That's all right. Crypto Ray is going to host by himself then, I guess. Um, But Clinton, (laughs) um, I was going to come down to the ESPYs, you know. And uh, yeah. just, you know, the radio show's going on, so me and George have things to do here. But give us a, you know, set the scene. What's going on? Well, let me ask you this. If you've never been to the Dolby Theater, so mm-hmm. last year it was very different than this year. The Dolby Theater is basically inside of a mall. And last year they had the setup where the red carpet was in the sort of walkway part underneath a roof. This year, not the case. It was right there on Hollywood Boulevard, which meant it was 100 degrees out here the entire time. And I only say that, not in terms of any complaints from me. I'm wearing shorts and a nice linen blazer and a T-shirt. But for some of these ladies who are walking around dolled up with the lovely dresses and the shoes, and they've got to do the step and repeats and the interviews and stuff, I'm like, man, this must be brutal on all of the things. So point is, conditions were a factor. But there were some stars in the building just off the top of my head. Uh, saw two chains. Saw Brent Fayez, Chris Paul was there. We talked to Ego Modem from SNL. We also talked to your boy Meta World Peace, George, and to a couple other people. But it's fun, man. The thing about the ESPYs is that, or rather, the thing about working the red carpet, Scott, is that it is a scramble and a half. I don't know if you have you ever done that, Scott? Mm-hmm. Have you ever worked the red carpet for a big no, event? No, sir. No. Mm-mm. It is a situation where basically you're grabbing people, you're yelling at people, you're yelling names and ESPN and seeing if they ignore you, which happens. KCP, shout out to you for not even saying anything as he walked by. But he's got two rings now, so he can do that. But it's basically kind of a crapshoot, which, which is what makes it fun, is who's going to actually give you their time, who's going to talk to you. And so that's what the fun part is. You know, I was out there with Carlo and Amani, so I think we got enough done. It was a good job. And uh, I'm not in the award show, but I will be going to the after party. That is a lot. Well, I mean, SBs or Mandy's, what was the harder role there on the red carpet good for you? Good question. Excellent question. <laughs> Definitely this one, simply because I had a lot more work to do yelling at people. You know, the Mandy's are always fun to get to gather with friends. This is just me yelling at people that are a thousand times more famous than I or you or anybody here will ever be. But let me tell you what the big news of the red carpet was, gang. Okay. Our friend Mina Kimes is pregnant and she made her big reveal wow. at the ESPY. Some of us knew who were friends of hers, but the fact that she walked out there, she looked great and people were just like, oh my God, I did not know. So that was a fun part, a family moment for the ESPYs, for the ESPN people. What did she reveal that she's pregnant or she revealed what she's having? 
No, she revealed that she's pregnant. Most people oh. did not know that. And, uh, I mean, you know, she's obviously America's sweetheart, so it was a fun moment for everybody who was like, oh, my God, it's screaming, and she, you know, got to tell everybody the great news. Well, congratulations to our friend Mina. So Mazel tov, girl. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Um, oh. So, anywho, let me ask you this. Um you think Cappy's more uh, Scott Spezia or Troy Gloss? What do you think there? Ooh, that's a good one. Troy Gloss's game was underrated, but nobody even really knows who Scott Spezio is. Where are these comparisons coming from, if I may ask? The circle of trust. The social circle of yeah. trust. Yeah. Well, that okay. and I, I, I oh, how, about, how about Tim Wallach, then? Tim Wallach. Who do, who do you think you are, Scott, well, is the question I, I, that I need to know the answer to. I, I said I patterned my game after Mike Schmidt, oh. who is generally regarded as the greatest third baseman in baseball history. But there's a lot of people comparing me to, like, you know, like what happens if Robin Ventura and Evan Longoria get together? I'm that third baseman. You see what I'm saying? You think you have the bat-to-ball skills of a Longo and Robbie V? Robbie V had the longest hitting streak in college baseball history, and Evan Longoria is still smacking balls anytime he gets up to the plate. No, I'm joking. Uh, I think you are more of a Scott Rowland type. That is the person that I think of when I think of you. Not just because his name is Scott, but because of sort of a more upright type of a player. I don't know who you pattern your game afterwards. Well, he was definitely upright. So Ramona was (laughs) was criticizing his, says his butt wasn't low enough when fielding at third. So Scott Rowland actually not a bad comparison. And I though. wouldn't have known right. that had I not shot video last night and studied film. And then tonight I'm going back out on the field for round two of practice and let's see if there's any drastic improvement. Well, I know that reflexes are a factor. We learned that last year in warm-ups and you decided you wanted to bust your shin up. That's the most important thing here is knocking the ball down and not getting your teeth knocked out. Have you done any reflex drills, Scott? You know where you have like the different lights and you got to admit that, you know, you got to match the colors to make sure that your hands can move as fast as your eyes. How, how, how is that going for you? I've been working with a trainer where he's got me on like standing on one foot on BOSU balls then bl- and blindfolded <laughs> and I have to like catch the ball coming at me, but I can't see it. So... I've been trying to work on reflexes. It's something that I'm, um, I'm, I'm cognizant of. Coach, thank you. Most importantly, though, Sedano, how do you feel? Like, I, um, I, you know, I, so, I have not seen you out on the field yet, so uh, I'm, I'm interested in your game. So I had not been on a softball field or a baseball field, for that matter, uh, competitively in 10 years. So Beto and I went out there. I'm not really worried about making contact with the ball. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. really not where my where – my, I was more worried, can I get to the balls? Even though second base, you don't need a ton of range, can I get there? No. Um, so Beto and I started slow, and then he started hitting it, started chopping it at me, and I was uh, I was getting where I needed to get to. At the very the only time he brought this up uh, earlier, the only time I really fumbled the ball was there was the one time I tried to hot dog it a little bit. I tried to catch it in the glove, uh-huh. then flip it up off the glove into my hand while I was you know kind of fading the other way to like sidearm it to first. Um, you know, so I got a little wandy there, but unfortunately, I was gonna say, it, it didn't work out. You, you know? tried, to wa- wa- tried to wander Franco it. The thing that's yeah. fun about playing second base is that you get to do what coaches call, you get to do your little dance because you got way more time so you can get your yeah, footwork right. A little shuffle. You can hot dog it after you pick yeah. it up. Exactly. Shuffle yeah. left, shuffle right. I mean, that's really all you got to do. You know, I'm not going to try to backhand very many of them because honestly, at 45 years old, I'm not trying to do that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just the reality of what we're going to do. Now, if I think I can get it, I'll do it. But I, I, I subscribe to live to fight for another play. You know what I mean? Correct. And you also do not want to run headfirst into the man known as Travis Rogers at first base, both of you ranging in the same direction. That's not what you want to do either. So yeah. be cognizant so of that. I, I, I do I have an update, fun. though. Yeah. I do have an update, though, which is, do you remember Kip Ruto last year, Scott Kaplan, who brought yes. the personalized bats yes. from 
uh, his factory. There will be more this year. They will not be personalized specifically because names have changed and production schedules have changed, but there will be bats. And they look gorgeous. Okay. I've seen them. They are lovely. I ran into Kip in Seattle at the All-Star Game. He's doing great for everybody that asked. The Batman, as some of you were calling him last year. So that is going to be fun. And I will have some of those, hopefully, yeah. by the well, time I get there. Uh, and unlike Cappy, I'm not trying to be uh, you know, Nolan Arenado. I don't think I'm going to be yeah. Robbie Alomar at second base. But I don't think I will embarrass myself, basically. I am we'll starting with- to feel like because of the, the extra couple of LBs I'm holding on to, I'm starting to compare very much to, like, a Pablo Sandoval. Mm. Panda? Kung Fu Panda. Panda. Yeah. Panda. Yeah, I mean, that Sandoval, though. Sandoval is a guy, though, I mean, one of the greater nicknames in the history of Major League Baseball, as far as I'm concerned. When you have a nickname that's named after something that's an actual thing with its own brand, that's excellent, excellent cohesion in terms of, you know, image. I love Kung Fu Panda as a movie in general. So, I think uh, Kung Fu Panda is- Go ahead. Crash override the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust say that he believes uh, Cappy will be more like Roger Dorn in Major League. Ole, get that Ole ass out of here. No, I, Roger Dorn, you know what he does, and that's, that's most important in that whole situation. He takes one for the team. He does. I don't think Cappy's going to do that. He did. I don't think Cappy's going to do that. Oh, no, Cappy like says he's going to get on no matter how he's got to get on. Oh, Clinton, you don't understand. Oh. Last year I, I was not nearly as selective as I should have been at the plate. This year I'm taking my time, and I plan on knocking bombs, dude. Knocking bombs. Let's go with hard contact to start with. Yeah. 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 I'm with no, you. No. Uh, Clinton <laughs> Yates, enjoy the SBs. Thank you for coming on and enduring our nonsense. All good. I will let you guys know how the after party wait, is. Wait, wait, wait. What after now. party are you going to? Which one? Or, or a couple? Which one? There's only one. There's only one. And the it's presented official. by Simply Spiked. Exactly. You know? Ain't so it. it's Ain't only it. one. It's right here in the uh, whatever the facility is in the Dolby Hall. So what I've done is I've taken off my jacket and put on this cardigan that I brought, like I'm Mr. Rogers, to chill and eat. And then when I go back to the party, I will put my blazer back on, and we will be back silent. That's e- how that's Excellent go. stuff. We'll see you Friday, pal. Later, boys. See you. All right, Cappy. There you go. Yeah, coming a lot up. of comparisons in the circle of trust right now, Yeah, George. FP Santangelo is a good one, too. All right, coming up, ne- coming up next, Radio Tinder, the award-winning Radio Tinder is coming up next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I actually would – that's like a a funny, like, comedy, I feel like. Cappy right. and Chris in jail. Me and Chris, cellmates trying to survive in jail. Yeah. You know, that show I Oz like on HBO. I feel like before. Yeah. That show, Oz, I was completely consumed with that show. And I lived in New York City at the time. And I remember Tom Fontana, who was the executive producer and writer – I would see him at different like HBO events that they would host, and I would go to those events just to try and get on his radar and go, dude, let me get into Oz. Let somebody kill me. Let somebody beat me up. Let somebody make me their, well, whatever. Um, and there was a character on that show, George, Tobias Beecher. White guy, lawyer, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden he's in maximum security prison. He doesn't know which group to try and join. Like, that was me. Like, I'd have been the lost guy. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, between you and Morales, who would have been the one who beats the other one up? He'd be the one who beats you up, right? Clearly. 
You mean like in the show? Yeah. How come? Because you just said, like, that's the one that you'd want to be. They can beat me, blah, 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 do whatever, you know, they want with me type right, of thing. Right, but that was, that was not me and Morales. Well, that's that was what me I'm and asking. Rick Fox. Okay. I, was in, I was in the jail cell with okay. Rick Fox. So between you and Morales, if you're in the jail cell together, which one of you are you then? If you have to bet on one of us making it out alive, Lindsay Baseball, who are you betting on, me or Morales? Mm, that's a great question. I don't think I'm going to be able to answer that. I don't... No, Chris, easy. I was going to say, I feel like Chris is yeah, a little Chris, bit more street savvy. Chris Chris definitely knows how to get in with the right people, is what I would say. Here's what I'd tell you. Morales, you, you, is, Morales you're, is gutless. He's, you're, you're, you're too chummy is the problem. No. Like, nice. that that becomes your problem. Is it They'd you're be like, too, this guy. You're too chummy. They'd be like, mm, yeah. this guy. Sus. Yeah. They'd be like, this guy right here, when I hit the payphone, he got people that he can call on the outside to help take care of things. You know who you'd be, Cap? You'd be the guy who they're like, yo, why don't you three-way someone for me? Use your credits to three-way someone for me. <laughs> that would be you, Cap. And you'd be like, sure, no problem. <laughs> what do you mean three-way? When you're talking about three-ways in jail, what are you when talking about? When people are in jail and like yeah. if the somebody phone call doesn't- she Yeah, meant. if yes. they don't- Oh. Yeah, so if, oh. if somebody doesn't have enough money to call someone or they don't have money on their books or whatever, oh. then they'll have someone else three-way call someone for them. And it's always the person who's like trying not to get beat up. Well, I thought three-way meant something else in jail. My bad. <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess now that now My that bad, you say y'all. that, My bad, y'all. now that you say that, I should have like clarified. <laughs> Funchy's in the back going, I thought the same thing. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I guess I should have clarified, but you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. What do you got, Linz? So the NFL and NFL films have selected the Jets to serve as this year's team on HBO's Hard Knocks. Nice. So listen, so I didn't even know this until today. The league's criteria for teams to be eligible for Hard Knocks eliminates teams with first-year head coaches, mm-hmm. teams that qualified for the playoffs in the past two seasons, and teams that have appeared in the past 10 seasons. So that only left four teams, right? The okay. Jets, the Bears, the Saints, and the Commanders. Mm-hmm. But Jets head coach Robert Salah said that... Salah. Salah. Sal- Robert Salah. Let's all have a Salah. He said that he did not want his team to participate because he didn't want. he thought it would be too much of a distraction. So do you think that being on Hard Knocks will be a negative distraction for the Jets and their new quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Swipe left or swipe right, George? Swipe left. I don't think it's going to matter. I I don't think it's going to be a distraction. I think there's going to be things that would probably have come out anyway, and I I think that they're going to be super guarded because they didn't want to be there to begin with. I'm going to swipe left also. I don't think this is much of a distraction. Um, I, I will just say, though, that the NFL and Hard Knocks was like way ahead of its time, and now that you have like this, it's kind of boring, actually. Yeah, like what's the name of that show? The F one series on Netflix, Drive, Drive to Drive to Survive. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so now you've got Drive to Survive. They have the quarterbacks one. Now, there's the quarterbacks one, which I th- is that's coming. That's yeah. the one that okay. And then there's the one about you know the Tour de France cycling teams. There's the one about professional golf. I mean, the NFL was way ahead with all of this sort of insider perspective, but the original show Hard Knocks hasn't really been that exciting. Although I will say this. Last year, I watched every episode of the Detroit Lions, and I became a Lions fan. And this year, I'm already an Aaron Rodgers fan, so I can't wait to see how this plays out with the Jets. I'll watch every episode. I feel like I'll watch it because of that, just because it's Aaron Rodgers. None of those other teams, they they don't interest me at all. Like, the Saints maybe because Derek Carr, and you want to see what he does with his accent. But the Commanders, who's watching that? I'm not watching that. Uh, no, no. And yeah. the Bears, like maybe because Ohio State. And the Justin Commanders Fields, are trying, they're tanking for Caleb in a big way. Ooh, man. That would suck for him if he has to go there. Not really. He's from there originally. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's from D.C. He's going back to the crib. He's from the DMV. The crib. All right, well, 
sticking with the NFL, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Tristan Wirfs is advocating for an extra bye week. In a recent interview, the left tackle expressed his concern about the toll that an extended regular season takes on players' bodies yep. and firmly stated the need for an additional week of rest. Mm-hmm. He said, there's a difference going from 16 games to 17 games, big time. We need an extra bye week. Do you agree that there should be two bye weeks? Swipe left or swipe right? Kepi. I'm going to swipe right. I think it's actually a brilliant idea. Didn't there I, used to be two bye weeks? I don't recall, but it's a, it seems like a smart idea. Look, I feel an like NFL there was season, maybe it was college football where I had that, but let me see. An NFL it was season, college for a minute. Weeks. Well, look, think about this. An NFL season is 18 games or 17 games. Oh, it was. Weeks. They did have it. 1993, they did it. The NFL? Yep. Okay. I knew I was right about that. So I knew I had seen that, that before. But think about that for a second. You know, it, it's a 17-game season in 18 weeks. What if they made it a 17-game season in 19 weeks? It's not like there'd be a bye where the NFL would be shut down. It's just certain teams would have off, and you do it twice during the year. I mean, you would get fresher bodies and better football at the end, I think, if you gave them an extra week. Yeah, because I like that idea. Football is already a battle of attrition. You know what I mean? I actually think all these sports, because these athletes are bigger, stronger, faster, but it means they're putting more torque on their body when they're you know, running and turning and spinning and jumping and all that stuff. But I actually think building in rest for all sports at this point is probably smarter. Building in more rest. They should load manage in the NFL. Well, no, not load manage. Build in, like, more time off is what I'm saying for all these sports. Yes. Yeah, there was some study somewhere where the number of injuries, obviously, since they added the additional game, has gone up. And plus, they even changed the rule about how many quarterbacks you can have on a roster. So it's almost like they're going towards this anyway, because it's like they seem to know that, you know, this is taking a toll, because if they're making exceptions with rosters... Just just start, like, you know, I mean, they already got the Super Bowl into February. Who cares? You know what I mean? At this point, what are you going to do? Just go, you know, like... So, right now, the season starts usually that first Thursday, right? It's like September 9th, 10th, 11th, somewhere in the neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, in that range, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just, you know, start in August. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They can go later. They can start earlier. It doesn't matter. People are going to love it no matter what. One extra week for better quality football and to keep your guys healthier. I'm yeah, September 7th is the first game on that Thursday. Yeah, just just start a week earlier. Who Detroit cares? Detroit and Kansas City, huh? That first Thursday. Get rid of another preseason game. They already did it once, right? Right. Just They're play two preseason that. games. Yeah, they really only need two the, preseason one games. One in each place, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Call it a day. Yeah. yeah. Owners don't want to give up that money. I mean, stop. I mean, it's stupid. Believe me, I would never go to a preseason Wait, but game. Wouldn't they make it's up the more dumbest money thing ever. if they're adding a game? Wouldn't you theoretically? No, but they're not make- adding a game. No, they're just spacing out. Okay. Yeah. yeah you're but right. if you're an owner, here's the upside. Hey, man, your star players may be healthy when right. it matters. Probably mm-hmm. saving some money on that end. All right, not last one idea. here. In a move to inject some excitement into the regular season, the NBA officially unveiled its new in-season tournament over the weekend, the NBA Cup. That sounds really funny. Like, the NBA Cup. It's a European Cup-style competition in which all 30 teams will compete. Players on the winning team will each get a cool half a mil. Mm -hmm. Every game will count in the stats and the standings, except for the championship game, which will be in Las Vegas. Maybe, if you want to get into it, George can explain, like, the intricate details of this thing. But do you guys like the idea of the new in-season tournament? Swipe left or swipe right, George? I do because I I would have liked to have seen more stakes. That's the only thing I would have liked to have seen. I would have liked to have seen if the winner gets, like, I don't know, the fifth pick in the draft or something or 
uh, an automatic play-in spot, right? Or at the very least, or you know, something like, like that. I would have liked to have seen. Now, granted, they can still tinker with all that stuff, but I think it makes sense. Look, David Stern, many, many, many years ago when he was alive, um, wanted to globalize the game. He's done that. Look at the best players in the sport, right? They are most, you know, right now you can make the case that the top five guys, that at least three or four of them are international players. And I think that the next step was to take the game global in regards to the way they do it. Adam Silver's a huge soccer fan. This works in every major soccer league in the world. Um, So I do think eventually you'll get this and you'll get it to have them compete against maybe the uh, the FIBA champion, right? Like, or something like that. Like, I think there's ways to even grow this. Uh, but I like it. It's a big. It's a good start, is what I would say. So, Lindsay, baseball. I'm going to swipe left. I'm going to say, until I see it, feel it, understand it, and then see how it impacts the season. If it does in any way, I don't love it. Um, but everything you just ah, said, you're George, s- you're so American. Well, that's just it. Everything you just said is so right. I mean, it's it it is the sport. Of, of let me put it this way, not basketball, NBA basketball has been, to your point, internationalized. And they are utilizing what pro soccer leagues do in Europe. And it's so foreign to us, no pun intended. It is so foreign to us to think that you're going to stop a season and have like a second championship of some kind. So my, my initial thought is I don't like it, but I reserve the right to change my mind because I want to see how it all plays out. So I'm curious. But I have a question. Maybe I'm ignorant. And I was trying to read the rules, at least to have a general idea. Are they necessarily, like, stopping the season? Or th- These games count in the standings and everything, so, so isn't it the, just like they're the, incorporating it? The, the, fir- the group play is incorporated into the schedule already. And then what will happen is they'll have a final four. Um, uh, oh, they'll have a knockout stage, right? And then... That then the final four will be played in a neutral site, which will likely be Vegas, if I had to guess, in December. Uh, every December, if I had to guess. Um, and that look, what the NBA wants is because the finals aren't that okay, and the All Star game is no longer that either in a lot of ways because it's too corporate, basically. So this is like a fan event, right? They look at the final four and. Like, I've been to the Final Four in San Antonio. It's a blast, okay? There's not a lot of reasons that I love going to San Antonio, but I love going to San Antonio for a Final Four because it everyone descends on there. It's like a cool fan event, and I think the NBA can do some of that stuff with, like, what they did just recently at Summer League, NBA Con, which is, like, their own NBA experience, right? Uh, you can have a lot of these things done there that are just done for the fans, less corporatization of it. I mean, I get the whole thing, December, Vegas, um, you know, weather's probably good and or good enough. It's a place where people would go to during December. It's right probably before the holidays, I'm guessing. Right. I'm just, again, It'll be December 7th through the 9th. For me, all I'm saying is this. I'm an American sports fan. I, am, I acknowledge that. I don't follow Premier League soccer, so I don't know this from a, hey, I've seen it in soccer perspective. I think... At the, on the surface, I don't love it, but reserve the right to change my mind later because I want to see how it is. So basically, they're not unless you get to the championship, you're not even necessarily playing more games. The, the champion will have played three more games. W- or one more, more game. Okay, yeah, more, eighty-three games. 
And it's all based on like standings and the seeds are based well, on Well, actually the two like, teams. The it. two teams yeah. that get to the final will have played one more game than everyone else. Yeah. So I didn't know all that. I thought it was like Cap said where they're like, you know, like the Olympics where they're like stopping it, doing a separate breakout nope. thing, but it's all incorporated into the regular season. Correct. So I kind of get now, it. Now, by the way, you don't have to go too far, Mr. American. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. Okay. okay. The WNBA has done this already for years. Okay, but nobody's paid attention to it. Well, what I'm telling you is that they've done it. Just like the what things like things that get experimented mm-hmm. in the G League and the WNBA yeah. also become part of this. Yeah, and they sense. they've done the G League showcase in December for many years. All this stuff is stuff they've already worked out the kinks in other leagues. Makes all the sense in the world, right? I mean, yeah. when when baseball was thinking and about I, a pitch you know, clock, and, they did it in and, the minors. And just because right? you're not paying attention to it doesn't mean that other people aren't paying attention to it. George. Come on, man. I'm just saying there are people who know that, particularly from the WNBA cap. Like, that's not like a small thing. All I'm saying is this. You don't like the... basketball, so no, that's no, fine. No, it's not, that's not true. It's not that I don't like basketball. No, I mean, you don't. It's okay. You've said it before. No, no, you don't like not, it. No, no. It's not that I don't like basketball. Yeah, you it's, don't. Just admit it. No, it's not just that I don't like it. basketball. It's that, honestly. Come on, Ken Caminetti. I mean, you you shill for the WNBA like as if everybody listening is watching No, it. Well, what I'm saying is when you say, the way you summarily dismiss it seems condescending it's not intended to be condescending well it's, it's that's factual. how it's that's how it's received you see and that's the difference well, in interpretation you know but here's the difference there are, like when you watch like WNBA games mm-hmm. get more better numbers than major league baseball on television oh really they do okay and is that is that uh you're talking about like national tv yes so the like fox national so TV the WNBA game, the game on abc yeah. At their play, unless it's Yankees, Red Sox, for mm-hmm. the most part, most most times it's right there with Sunday Night Baseball. Okay, then I listen. If that's the case, and if you're right, and I have no reason to believe you're not right, we should honestly every day start doing a lot more WNBA talk. We don't here. have to, but what no, I'm I think saying it's a is, better idea. What I'm saying is, it's just like you. It sounds like you're summarily dismissing it. I'm summarily dismissing the fact you were that too I've never busy at the WNBA game wondering why my sided polls were loaded than why you were watching the WNBA game. Yeah, I was bored. <laughs> I was bored. You were wondering, which, by the way, today when you sent me to another site with a sided poll, it worked. Yeah. Nice. So tell your engineer he did a good job. He sure did. I took pictures of because your phone that night. clearly the other night he hadn't done a good job. Found a bug? Yeah, up your us. Hey, listen. The WNBA, I went. I was willing to give it a try. I'm even willing to go back for more. No, you're not. No, I am. I don't but want I... you to ever go back. Wow. You're not allowed. Wow. Are you the commissioner? I oh, am. I am really? now the assist- <laughs> I am the Mark Tatum of the WNBA. You well, are who's not that? allowed to go. Who's there. Mark Tatum? Mark Tatum is the <laughs> assistant uh commissioner of the NBA. Who's the commissioner of the WNBA? The commissioner of the WNBA is I forget her name right Come now. Come on, do better, man. I'm sorry, I forgot Come her name. Come on, that's yes. not acceptable. Okay, I'm sorry. I forgot her name. So Kathy Kathy Smith No, no, it's like a long name. Smith and Stevenson, Stonenstein, Engelberg, Engelbert Humperdink. No, Engelbert. 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 Stephanie Engelbert. Kathy. Kathy. Steve. Stephanie. Kathy. Samsonite. Kathy Engelbert. But you don't even know Mark Tatum. Who's that? Not no relation to Jason. Who's Mark Tatum? I just told you. You you know who the associate uh, uh, commissioner is, but you don't know who the real commissioner is. No, Mark Tatum is the associate commissioner for the NBA. Oh, he's the guy who does the second round of the uh, of the um, of the you know the draft. I'm summarily dismissing him. Why are you doing that? He's a nice fellow. Summarily, 
Not just dismissal. I mean, summarily dismissal. I mean, you know, you. You are a piece of work. <laughs> you are. I, let me guess. You're watching even, this soccer match. Even because, I do. Because even it's I in San Diego. I mean, I'm going to watch the other one tonight because it's in Mexico or because it's in Vegas. But it's got Team USA. That's why You're I'm watching, watching it. it for the Cappy cast. I mean, what does that have to do with anything? Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, should I not watch the game tonight with Team Mexico? This is Team USA. If this were Panama when we were watching, what, Japan, about what happened the last time I was watching soccer? You were like, I didn't, I didn't even know. Like, it, it, didn't even, it was even happening. I'm, know, I'm, I, I I'm glad you know happening. it's happening now. Yeah, yeah it's in my backyard. Talk, you talk a lot of CONCACAF on the CapiCast, do you? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Well, I have some soccer experts there. Oh, okay. You have soccer experts? That's right. Get out of here. Expertise, George. Get Expertise. out of here. What you know about soccer, homeboy? Do you bring your guy Landon on there? I do. I figure. Landon. That's right. See. Anybody see my boy Landon's hair on TV this afternoon? He's working on spiking it up a little bit on the top. Yeah. Well, didn't you make, you were ripping his hair, or lack thereof, a I while back. I wasn't ripping it. I wasn't ripping his hair, or lack thereof. I mean, during the World Cup you were, I believe. Just commenting on it. Just telling him, dude, shave it down. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Same thing I told him at lunch. Oh, look at you. Is he going to get in on Sided 2? Been in for a long time. Sided 2, Electric Boogaloo? Been, been in for a long time, Georgie. Yeah. Uh, By the uh, way, he what are pays we doing for here? lunch. He pays for lunch when we go. You you make him pay? Dude, he's got a lot of money. He's your investor. He got a lot of he's money. He's giving you money. He's a very rich guy. Radio Tinder is presented by Re- Tequila Mandala. Darn right. You can ask them to for money to pay you for your lunch, too? No, they paid for dinner the other night. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Let's just stick around right here at this point. Do it again. Just go back to break in 56 or something. I like these long segments. Yeah. By the way, Mina Kimes uh, did post that she she took a date to the ESPYs. She's got her baby bump. I mean, that's pretty cute. It is cute. pretty nice. You know, it's funny. Tell me, what's funny? I saw her post a new picture on Instagram about her haircut, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, she looks different. And you know, I should have thought of the the pregnant glow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's glowing. I was like, oh. And I thought maybe it was just the way she was styling her hair. But you know, I'm an idiot. I'm a guy. I don't know. But I should have thought, oh, the glow. Mm. Of course. Some women just have it. Yeah. Way to go, Mina. Yeah. We need to bring her back on the show. But now that she's pregnant, I'm not making her come on the show. What do you mean making her? How about just inviting her? Yeah, she's busy. She's about to have a child. She's not about to have a child. I mean, isn't she? How far along is she? I mean, it looks like she's a little bit uh, far along. I mean, we were calling Ramona when she was in labor. Right, but it's also different. Exactly. It's a little different. Well, mazel tov, Mina. You know Momo a little bit now. I mean... We got to get her to know you first. Mina? Yeah, like know you know you. Like yeah, I don't, Momo I don't knows know her. you. I don't know her. I right. don't know Mina. I mean, you know her, but and she knows you, but you don't like know her. No, like, I don't know her. Like Ramona. Her. Momo knows you. You graduated from Ramona to Momo at some point. Yeah, Momo and I have this weird kind of like brother-sister vibe going on, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that that's kind of that deal. I don't have that vibe going yet with Mina. I'd like to have that with Mina. You know, maybe I could give her some parenting advice if she'd like it. I mean, for, perhaps. I mean, I'm a lot further ahead of her, you know? You are. You've got four. Right. Well, I gotta now, go do- uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the kids to a WNBA game. 
They'll well, listen, I, it. I'll, I'll tell you right now, the kids would love a WNBA game. Yeah. You no. know, you can't go. Can't Why come? Why did you hate it, Cap? Rachel, yes. The kids, yes. Even Rachel's kids. They can come too? Not you. Really? It's not that I hated it, Laura. It's just I wasn't really into it, you know? I mean, you know, when you're when you're in the suite, and that's where we were, uh, for a okay. Lakers game, you know, and there's 17, 18,000 people there. You can get into the game and get into the vibe and get into the energy. When we got to the game, I mean, first of all, the arena is only like half full, if that, number one. But it's the, lit. No, they did a great job. The, the in-game entertainment is outstanding. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. The DJ's um, popping. But by the time we got there, you know, the game wasn't close. It wasn't like an interesting result. I mean, the know? Sparks haven't been good. They've been yeah. hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it wasn't like it was an exciting game for me to sit there and go, wow, I really, really like the game. I like the presentation. I So my thing is, I know the Sparks aren't at their, you know, peak. They mm-hmm. are going through injuries, like George said, and they haven't played great. So I knew what I was getting when I was going to the game because I know a little bit about the team. So to me, it's like if you would have read up a little bit about the team and where they were, maybe you would know that they weren't going to be putting on a show. Well, I did know like that, that going in because I didn't oh, read about go. it. No, I didn't read about it. I said, George, how are the Sparks? Oh, and he well, gave me a full Sedano breakdown of who's hurt that. and who's not hurt and who's available and what they've been doing. And yeah, they're missing six else. girls. You know, yeah. I mean, what do you expect them to do? They got mm-hmm. like, you know, they got, uh, you know, Destiny Henderson playing on a 10 day. You know what I mean? I mean, hey, Destiny right. Henderson. She balled out. She got him a win, like, uh, you know, in her first game. But, you know, what are you going to do? Let me tell you something about Destiny Henderson that you probably don't know and I do. She creates creates amazing space, and she's very vertical in her game. I mean, I mean that's just my own scouting report based on what I saw that night. That's just my opinion. She actually gets to the bucket pretty well. She really does. She does a nice job. She's very aggressive around the rim. Wait, that's right. Your scouting report that you did that night to that's a right. game that you didn't pay attention to? Got I paid it. attention enough, Laura, mm-hmm. to know what mm-hmm. Destiny Henderson's story is mm-hmm. playing on a 10-day. Mm-hmm. You know, today's day 9 of 10. I hope she gets another one. Okay, Cappy. You know, I hope no, they don't send back, her down I got to the G back, League. But, you know. Um, are you going to watch this Tyson Fury thing with Francis Ngannou? So my answer is immediately yes. 100% I'm going to watch it. Mm. Because, mm. listen, you tell me you're going to take the, the best heavyweight boxer in the world, or one of them, and you're going to put him in a boxing ring against one of the all-time best heavyweight mixed martial artists, right? What what do you think's gonna happen? I, I, I don't love it for Francis Ngannou. Okay, right. Me neither. Like I assume that because it's a boxing match, the boxer is going to kick the mixed martial artist's ass. I don't know about kick his ass, but I mean you, you know, he's definitely got the advantage. Right. Because you've come into my sport. You've come into my ring. If the boxer went into the octagon and the rules of mixed martial arts were in place, the boxer's a dead man. Dead. He got no ground game. He don't know about maneuvers and, like, chokeouts and ground and pound. He don't know about any of that stuff. He rear doesn't know stand-up boxing. Rear naked chokehold. Doesn't know rear naked, George. Knows rear clothed, but yeah. not rear naked. Right. Do, who do you think has the advantage in that situation, the boxer or the MMA fighter? Like, the current setup? Yes. Yeah, the boxer does. The boxer. So, but you see, when we were all kids... We all wanted to see a, a fighter, like a boxer versus a kung fu expert. Like, what would happen if Muhammad Ali would fight Bruce Lee? You know, like we as little kids, we all wanted to see different disciplines and how the, the, those things would work. But 
this is a boxing match. So I'm just going to take the guess that the boxer is going to win. But the reason I would watch that is what if? What if the mixed martial artist can take down the boxer? What if I told you? What if I told you? Keep going. That an MMA fighter who was a champion came into the boxing ring, the squared circle, and took out a reigning heavyweight champion. Doom, 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 doom. It's good 30 for 30. I like it. Hey there. I'm George Sedano. Hey now. Kind of close. Hey now. Yeah, I like it. I like the idea. I will be watching. Mm. When is that fight? Because they got it all all officially scheduled, right? It's October. Yeah. Wow, October. Uh, I mean, it's October. I, I, I'll probably be at like a college football game somewhere. Like, I'm going to be honest, I'm probably not watching that. October 28th. Yeah. Chances are I'm doing some game somewhere. If you flipped it, I feel like it might be the MMA fighter. Like, if you flipped it, I feel like Francis Ngannou has a less of a chance against Tyson Fury in a boxing match than Tyson Fury does against Francis Ngannou in an MMA Tyson match. Fury has no chance in an MMA match. Really? Right. Zero. No, he'll get None. eaten for None. I feel like he can just punch you lunch. out. No, 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 no. Okay. He's kicked in the legs. He goes down like a big tree. He's right. done. Yeah. If he hits the ground, it is over. Big time. Over. Big. Like, yep. over. I want to know why Francis like, agreed to this. Uh, money. Yeah, money. And, you know, he's got a decent, like, game... Up top, you know, for it's all upside though. Nobody expects him to win. So if he pulls a shocking upset, right? Everybody's like, wow. If he cracks him, and look, there's the reality of it. In any combat sport, all it takes is one shot, Mm -hmm. and it changes the trajectory of the entire fight. So it could happen. Yeah. All right, we're done here for one more hour. We got one more hour to go. Well, at least let me tell everybody about 710's biggest party of the summer. It's happening this Friday. You know all about it, George. Starts at 10 a.m. at the West Covina Sportsplex. It's made possible by the Riverside Sheriff's Department. Riverside Sheriff's Service Above Self. We'll see you this Friday in the city of West Covina for the All-Star Friday night. And, George, bring your A-game, sucka. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.